0: Hey, Nick. Hey, Jeff. What's going on? I'm getting ready to light up a bishop. I
1: just had myself a gator. Are you guys tired of hearing us say this? We're sick and tired of playing this. We are. And why don't we record it? We just keep doing it live every I time. I don't know. You guys just need
0: to go over to martinascigars.com and pick up some bishops and gators. Yeah. Make us happy. Yeah. We'll stop playing this if you guys yeah. just buy our cigars. Tell you
1: what, we'll make you a deal. What's that? If they go and buy the bishop and gator, we're going to do this podcast for free for them. There we go. Go buy bishops and gators.
2: Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit.
0: Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of
1: the Burn, Nick, and with me as always... It's Gator... You'll notice that we uh, do not have the cowbell this week. We do not have the cowbell, no. And it—it's basically we had a uh, podcast consultant tell us to get rid of it. it yes, and, <laughs> and we listened to them. Um,
0: you know, so if you guys want a petition for it to come back, you know, just let us know. But <laughs> for right now, we're uh, we're operating without. So.
1: That was a lot of fun last week.
0: That was good. <laughs> I was a.
1: I had fun with that. Please. Uh, complete nutter dicks. But they, and, got, well, the, they got the joke. They did get is, the joke. Okay. And that's something they we want got...
0: Before we get into the business of the day, we did want to circle up and basically <laughs> just kind of give a little recap here. So we I have heard from all three, uh, Dave, Mr. Jonathan, and Barry. Yep. And all of what them... What about Ed? I, I have not heard from Ed. Okay. I have not heard from Ed. But all three of them um, got the joke and appreciated it and thought it was really <laughs> awesome. So I'm glad that they did because... That could have gone either way. I'm not going to
1: lie to you guys. We put the man hours in on that one, and we were we really did. proud of that. But that could have gone either way. It was a collaborative effort, so yeah. It, it, it. Oh yeah, it could have gone poorly. Oh
0: yeah, they they could have put a hit out on us. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Perdomo coming to my door. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. It's like you messed with Mr. Jonathan. Exactly. You know, bullet between the eyes. <laughs> I mean, you know, you never know. Why? Why? Why do you think Nick Perdomo is his hitman?
1: I mean. Nick Perdomo's tight with, Nick the, Perdomo, with the two Nick guys. Nick Perdomo's going to have someone else rub you out, not himself. Ah, uh, it's valid. That's valid. You know, he's going to have a good alibi going. Ar- Arthur Kemper's going to come to my door. <laughs> God. <laughs> anyway. And send your correspondence to the scar pulpit. At, <laughs> anyway.
0: anyway, so today, guys, we're going to be doing a um, kind of a an epilogue to the Battle of the Budgets, if you would. Yes. The, um, it's the reader...
1: The reader's choice. But it's the listener's choice because we have listeners. I know, but I don't know how to say it. So, yeah, we have no daily blog. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. It's the
0: listener's choice awards. It is the listener's choice. So, today we're going to be smoking three um, more budget sticks that um, either were recommended or actually provided to us. Yeah. Um, So, today we're going to be, and all three of them are under $5. And we're gonna be. I think
1: maybe even all under four. If possibly, I'm not yeah. I
0: think yeah. they are actually all under four. But um, for the sake of argument, for the battle of the budget, under I'll say five. five. But okay. but yeah, I know they're under five. Okay. But anyway, so we're gonna start off with. Um, well, I should say we have three cigars, and so I'm just gonna name them off here. So we have the Chillin Moose, which is uh, made by General Cigars. I and have smoked that before. Okay. Yep. I actually have smoked a Chilean moose. Well, it features a Habano wrapper, a uh, natural. Oh wait, it features a Habano wrapper, an Ecuadorian Sumatra binder, and filler made up of tobaccos from the Dominican Republic, Nicaragua, uh, the United States, and San Andreas. So Mexican Mexican filler there. Interesting. And then next up, we have the Factory Smokes Sun Grown, which is manufactured by Drew Estate. And it features a uh, sun-grown wrapper and Indonesian binder and filler. Now, this is not
1: the sweet tip, correct? This is not the sweet tip, no. Because Nick made a mistake and bought sweet I tips. accidentally
0: bought the sweet yeah. tips and had to go and, and procure other ones because yes. I just I didn't want to do a sweet tip one. Well, it would be obvious which one we were doing then. It, exactly. And then the final, well, I mean, we're not doing these anonymously. Oh, I already took my bands off. No, you haven't. And then I put
1: them back in the cellophane.
0: I was going to say no, you haven't, because you've got them all sitting there in the cellophane, which means you're going to dick with me with the cellophane Theater of the three mind. different
1: times, aren't you? Theater of the
0: mind. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mind. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then the uh, the final cigar that we've got was actually submitted to us uh, from listener Kermudge Jim. He sent us two uh, Teyamo, which is uh, manufactured by Altadis and features a uh, Mexican wrapper and Mexican binder and filler. Okay. And he said that this is his favorite golf course cigar. So, he's been curious for us to try them and give our thoughts. So, I'm all in. That's what we're going to do. So, so, which are we going to start off with first? You know, it doesn't really matter to me. Um I'll leave I'll, I'll let you pick
1: if you want. I think we start with the Tiamo. Okay. We'll start with the Tiamo. That's mine. Let me hold on, let me get it out of the cellophane. Oh, I knew it. While he's
0: doing that, let me point out that we are recording at the JRE Tobacco, Aladino Mobile Studios at Top Shooters in Columbia, Illinois, and uh, the weather has started cooperating much better with us here. It's it's a balmy forty six degrees outside. Oh, it's beautiful. It's like we almost don't even need the heaters on the on the patio here. No, it's almost like sitting on the face of the sun. Well, that's true. The one heater's turned up really, really loud, and I almost said that we were broadcasting live from the surface of the sun. But Jeff
1: stole that joke. I did that's okay. How much
0: longer are you going to be there, buddy? Come on.
1: Got it.
2: God bless it.
1: it that was in there.
0: It really wasn't. <laughs> it really wasn't. I watched it go down. It really wasn't. It was very tight. All right. Well, Jeff, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar, and the official cut is brought to us by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Our man Dan over there, you know, we're doing another battle of the budgets, and... Uh, did you just gnaw the end off that cigar like a savage when we're literally getting ready to do the cut? You know it, brother. <sighs> anyway, um, <laughs> our man Dan over there at Riverman, he has cultivated up a great selection of budget bundle cigars. He he's gone out of his way to try and find the best ones available so that you can well, uh,
1: you can uh, you know he understands dollar cost average. He understands in the in the age of COVID that we are smoking a little more. Which, nothing wrong with that at all. i got no problem with that. I've been smoking more. But he understands that, you know, if you're going to smoke, if you're used to smoking a $10 cigar a day, yep. you aren't going to be able to afford to smoke four or five $10 cigars a day. No. So if you can cut that dollar cost average, like Nick said, exactly, you are money ahead. And you know what? You can enjoy your hobby all the more.
0: And so Dan has got that collection of budget bundles over there, including the winner of our Battle of the Budgets, the... Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tatiscan Yellow Series from JRE Tobacco. And, you know, but he's also got a lot of other really good budget bundle cigars over there for you to try. So make sure you hit up Dan over at Riverman Cigar Company. And if you're not in the St. Louis area, he does mail orders. So just give him a call and you can have a box of cigars shipped to you right away. So that's Dan Ponder over at Riverman Cigar Company. And with, Riverman Cigar Company, and Crestwood, Missouri. With that, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. I already gnawed mine off. And I I know, but I'm gonna actually cut mine. Okay, then. You know, because I'm gonna try and be civil about this. So I'm going old school. Well, I'm not gonna lie to you, Jeff. I have a bit of an issue. What'd you do? My wrapper on this thing is extraordinarily dry. Uh-oh! You already had it come apart. No, it's not a quite come apart but it is cracked okay so this will be
1: interesting now that's we each have a bottle of glue vegetable glue that we're that's supposed to be used for this and neither one of us ever carry it with us carry
0: it with me yeah that's the problem if i carried it with me i might be able to uh, um, fix that but i i didn't i don't know why these are so dry because these have been in my humidor yeah,
1: you've had them in the humidor. And, like
0: other, other cigars that have been in the humidor are just fine. But for whatever reason, these are just, like, well, this one, I don't know how yours is.
1: Um, so, as of right now, mine is fully intact. Okay. Maybe yours took a little spill in, uh, you know, the mail or something. It might have taken a bit
0: of a hit in transit. Although, it was packed really well. I don't know. All right. You know what? Cold draw time. Let's just go ahead okay. and get this going. and. Ooh.
1: Well, I'm getting something distinct. What is that? I don't know. Are you getting something distinct? There's a flavor. I don't know what it is.
0: Barnyardy. Ah, <sighs> it's kind of barnyardy.
1: Hold on, hold on. I'm hold going. On. On. I'm zeroing I, in. I'm going barnyard. Mm-mm. I'm going to light up. You're actually wrong. Hold on, but not. You're not far off. No, dude, you're cold retro. I'm not going to do the goddamn cold retro. Fine. Well, you gave in really easy on that. Just barnyard. No, it is not barnyard. I'm telling you, man, I'm getting You barnyard. know what it is? What? It's mossy.
0: No. Yes.
1: it's It's got a mossy, like, I, I almost want to say the smell when you go out and like, okay, in southern Illinois, we have this area that you can go to, and it is the uh, uh, Cache River Basin. You ever been down there, Nick? No. Okay, it's really cool, but it's a, it's a cypress forest. And you can go down, and you can see all the pit vipers and everything. It's, you see me lighting my cigar and you ask me a question. I knew <laughs> the answer before I asked. I know you haven't gone down and walked the trail and, uh I was gonna say, do I look like a trail walking? It's about a two individual? mile a two mile walk, but we love to take Addie down. Eddie loves snakes. The kid loves snakes. So we like to take her down to Snake Road when that's closed here in southern Illinois. And then we also go down to Cache River. Now, like I said, the snakes in Cache River, you gotta be a little careful. Because those little bastards will be right on the trail with you. Um, well, but it, it has all that. One more reason I'm not going to go down this. This cigar so. has that taste of how that cypress swamp, the, the, the odor, the earthy flavor that it has. Okay. I stand by that. Okay. It took me a while to zero in on it, but that's it. Well, there you go.
0: I have lit my cigar, and uh, flavor note wise. You're
1: tasting smoke, you bastard. It's tobacco. <laughs> Wait, was that the wrong place? <laughs> that that was... You're trying... Just stop. We're not ripping off the
0: Cigar Authority anymore. <laughs> anyway. um, No, I'm really just getting tobacco off of this. I don't know. Same here. But and then again, this came to us from listener... Curmudge Jim. Curmudge Jim. We yep. love Curmudge Jim. He uh, He likes to smoke this on the golf course because um and he said that it's a really good cigar for that because it's cheap it's affordable you can you can set it down and you, you know you can be a little rough with it yeah i mean i'm not experiencing that because mine's awful dry but you know that that obviously is my fault which is weird cuz these came together and i don't have any issue with mine yeah. at all but um anyway they uh he said that what's nice about this cigar is that you can set it down you can take your golf shot and for him, at least, when he picks it back up, it's always still lit. He doesn't have to, he doesn't have to worry about relighting it. So he
1: really likes this, uh, this cigar for that reason. So hey, you know, and hey. you know what? You like what you like. That's exactly
0: it. So you know, you but yeah,
1: it's it. it's tobacco. I'm getting tobacco. Yes, I'm gonna do a co- uh, uh, retro hill. I am gonna do a retro hail. I'll let you go first, and then I'll jump in. Smooth retro hill.
0: Very. Very smooth retrohale. Very smooth
1: hail. retrohale, actually.
0: I don't really get much of anything on it. I didn't get pepper. I didn't get No, like, I was nothing. Saying, I don't really get much of anything on just it. Smoke. Just smoke. Yeah. It's a it's a pretty you know what? It's a basic cigar. I don't I don't know the MSRP on this. Hang on, let me look. I can probably look that up and let you know that. But by and large, yeah, no, I don't have I don't really have anything uh bad to say about it. It's just kinda there. Hmm. Looks like the MSRP on this guy is somewhere around. F- well, this says five dollars, so maybe it is. Maybe it is on the the five dollar range. But I don't know. There you go. Well, anyway, so no. Uh, going back to the uh, the discussion about the Cigar Authority episode from last week, we uh, we did uh, we did hear from the guys, and they all appreciated the joke. But we also heard they were from, very gracious. from a lot of listeners, and they we also did. appreciated and liked <laughs> the joke. I think that was uh, – I, I, I'm trying to remember the last episode that we got so much feedback from people saying how they were laughing so hard at yeah. it.
1: So, you know. Well, it, it was funny. So, you know, Nick and I are talking about, uh, you know, the fact that they'd mentioned us on the show, and we're like, well, we have to respond. And I said, "You know what we do? We just rip them off. We just rip them off."
0: And 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 I was like, "Okay." And it just kind of spiraled from there. Oh, we and, were back
1: and forth on the phone, like like giddy little schoolgirls yeah. talking about this for you know a
0: couple of three days. And the thing about it is, and this is what the guys at the cigar authority learned, and what you know now everybody else can learn by default, which is if you want to get into a troll war with me and Jeff. <laughs> We're going to
1: win. Let's be honest. If if you bring a stick, we're going to bring a two by four. If exactly. you bring a knife, we're going to bring a gun. It's, yeah, it, it's, kind of it's our just thing. one of those things. Yeah. I mean, y- y- you can try and out ignorant us. You can try. Many, many politicians in my newspaper coverage area have tried. You can that. try and out ignorant <laughs> us, but you're not going to be able to out ignorant us. My friend Jessica always says, she goes, you know, if they actually knew, like like knew me. They'd be like, how is this dumb son of a bitch outsmarting us? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I'm a good troll. Well, yes, yes, you are. <laughs> like the time
0: that you asked uh, the Illinois State School Board. Um,
1: <laughs> you were. Foie- I know, we, we've had to have talked about you, that. I know, I know,
0: I know. But you were foying documents and like you were trolling them on their Facebook page asking them like, hey, when am I going to get these documents? And they like put out a statement saying like, you know. Um, all Facebook comments need to be related to the topic of the post, or else they'll be deleted. And then they put up a post about the summer reading program, and you commented, "You know what? I'd like to read this summer the documents that you're supposed to give me from the FOIA request." And blah blah. blah. And it was just—it was the most epic troll job ever.
1: And, and you know, you, do you have any idea how many meetings and conference calls were held in Springfield just because of me trolling exactly, their Facebook? Exactly. Wall? Yeah, it's like, guys
0: we're stupid and we have time Mm -hmm. so don't screw with us you know (laughs) and and so you know uh as a message to mr jonathan you know um well i think we 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 saw an opportunity to do to have a a little fun to have a little fun and we took it and we're very happy that you guys got the joke yes because i'm not gonna lie there was a lot of stress oh before we before we put that episode out because
1: you think gonna take this the wrong way. Yeah,
0: I dude, I was petrified <laughs> as I was like editing that up and getting that put together. And I'm just like, boy, this is gonna be one of those things. Either this is gonna be they're gonna get the joke and they're gonna appreciate it. Or you and I are about to burn a lot We're of bridges dead to them. Yeah. because not just are we dead to them, but they know a lot of people that they could make us dead to as well. Oh, they're so, they're like, they're
1: good people. You know, they oh, I know, I us. know. But But I will say... I will admit to being very paranoid. I will say, (laughs) I think the thing that made the episode is the clip from Animal House at Mm -hmm, the very mm -hmm. beginning. I think that explained our entire thought process and rationale. Yeah. When you suggested putting that up there (laughs) in the
0: beginning, I was like, you know what? That does just totally explain exactly
1: what we're doing. (laughs) It just had to be there. So, Oh, my God. Yeah. It was a good time. So what are you getting on your stick? Tobacco. I'm too.
0: <laughs> I mean, look, it's a good cigar. Um, you know, it, it it serves the purpose. Yeah. Um, despite my wrapper, I'm like, still
1: getting a little bit of that mossy taste, even on the smoke. I'm not really getting mossy taste, dude. I'm getting like barnyardy taste. I, I think we may be closer on that flavor note than we think to each other, possibly. But, yeah, but yeah. So speaking
0: of. Uh, uh listeners sending us stuff yes i want to do a shout out to uh jim beebe he uh sent me a really awesome little cigar prop i put a picture up on my uh instagram nice a couple of days ago
1: and are you um, sure he didn't mean that for me i'm positive okay. he didn't mean this for okay. you because i'm wondering if that wasn't for me no it was for me
0: and you, it's, you seem it's, to
1: hoard the, the really cool it's gifts. smoking
0: cat approved you know i mean it's it's a really nice heavy good cigar prop because you know he he pointed out that uh i needed a cigar prop because i was using the cigarette ashtrays here at top shooters true and uh i needed a, a yeah, nice and always cigar prop. kind of a little grossed out by using those so i mean only, when it gets down to the end it's yeah, yeah i don't like putting the with the is too short, and the part that I'm putting to my lips is going into the... I don't like, like on my the butt where other eshtray. butts have been. It's just a little much, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's okay. There you go. Well, you ready so to So I wanted on? to thank Jim. I wanted to thank Jim, thank baby. Thank you, Jim. For the cigar. Thank you on
1: Nick's behalf. <laughs> 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 you ready to light up the other stick? No, I'm going to enjoy this one for a little bit.
0: Okay. We're just kind of reviewing these, Jeff. I don't know if we want to like if we're
1: like, well, you dude, know, nobody's gonna want to sit here and listen to us smoke three and three whole cigars. Let's be honest. I'm not gonna smoke three whole cigars, but I mean, I
0: mean, I will eventually by the time yeah. this day is over with. But well, yeah. I'm uh, I, I you know, I'm only like maybe in the first, I'm still in the first third of this thing. I kind of want to get a little bit that's, further in, and it.
1: that's where we made our transition during the battle of the budgets. But if you want to keep smoking. Uh, go ahead and do that. You're such a whiny bitch. I just don't want to run out of stuff to talk about by the end and us just be people just listening to us puff have, and then breathe heavily. We have all
0: kinds of things to talk about, Jeff. Okay. We have all kinds of things to talk about. But fine. Fine. You want to move on? Fine. Thank God go you came to We will go ahead and move on. I'll put that down. What do you want to do next?
1: Um, you know what? Let's go ahead and do the uh, Chillin' Moose. Oh, my God. I had that in my hand. Look at you. I, I predicted that. I knew it. So. Okay, let me get mine out of the cellophane. Okay, done. Well, that was a lot quicker. This wasn't in there as tight. That's good. So, All right, well, this <laughs> cigar
0: uh, is going to be cut, and once again, the cutting... Seriously, you're biting the end off that one, too?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I have a cutter right I'm gonna, here.
1: I'm going to keep them all even. I have a cutter right here. There's something kind of medieval about that. I like it.
0: Uh, anyway... The Cut is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company. Or in my case, The Bite. Dan Ponder, we told you about Riverman earlier. And, go there. Uh, go there. Just, just go If you there. don't
1: have a brick and mortar, let him be yours. He'll take good care of you. Mail order all over the country. Knock yourselves out, guys. Go to Riverman Cigar Super Company. Super
0: good guy. You'll feel good about doing business with him. Yeah. Anyway, with that, we'll go ahead and cut the second cigar. Or at least I will. Yeah. Since Jeff just decided to gnaw the end off of his. Hold on. Let me cleanse the palate. Okay, I do not appear to have cracked that wrapper. That's good. That's okay. true. I need I need a little bit of my tea. It's an interesting band. Kind of dark with the gray and the black and that really dark red. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Woods. Like, Must, like musty. The, like
1: musty. Like the yep. woods. Musty. Yep. Yep. Just it's it's not musty on the cold draw. It's not far from the Te amo. Am I
0: pronouncing that correctly? Um, yeah, I think so. It, it's in the wheelhouse, but I think the Teyamo
1: has more barnyard, whereas this is more like... I think the, the Teyamo like has a, a more distinct woods flavor, but this is more of a musty flavor, yes. See, when I think of barnyard, first of all, I don't think barnyard's a good flavor note, because that implies you know manure to me, which I don't think is what other people mean when they say barnyard. But I grew up on a farm, and I know what a barnyard smells like. You're thinking hay or straw or alfalfa. No, I'm, I mean... Poo? <sighs> you're saying the first cigar tasted like poo. No. Because so that's what it sounds it's like you're saying. It's the general potpourri
0: of the <laughs> barnyard. Meaning poo. So it might include a little <laughs> bit of poo. <laughs> no, it, not in a
1: bad way. It just kind of like... Now you sound like George Costanza trying to explain manure. Well, okay. How oh, it's not such a bad word. Manure is not a bad word.
0: You know Even what it is? the ma word? and then the newer. You know it is a bad word. What? I'm not going to say it because it's a bad word. But there's a word that you and I have debated. And you say it's not. I say it is. And Cindy. To- fecal? No. Cindy totally had my back the other night at Riverman. Not fecal matter. No. Also starting with an M, ironically.
1: Hmm. T- describing manure? No, has nothing to do with poo. Well, oh, that's way off subject. Anyway, back to your cigar.
0: Retro Hail on this one's got a little bit more to it. Yeah, there's a little bit of pepper. A little to bit this of pepper one. to this one. Yeah, it's still not bad. It's still not like oppressive or yeah. making me cough, but it is more prevalent than the Tayamo. Most definitely. Um, in terms of flavor notes, tobacco.
1: Yeah, yeah. Tobacco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tobacco. Okay. You know, my buddies and I went shooting this weekend. Oh yeah, we had a really good time. There were there were five thanks, of us. Thanks for inviting me. Well, it was. I like to shoot. It was in some ways a high school reunion. I don't care, Jeff. I'm I'm giving you crap. I know, but it was a high school. I, I get it, it wasn't my party to invite. you. I to. understand. I'm not. I mean, I I'm, still wouldn't I'm, have invited you. I'm but, just
0: giving you crap. I don't care.
1: Yeah, you've actually met Chris and Andy. I have. That were there. And uh, a friend of mine named Tim, no last names. Uh, but uh, Tim and I probably hadn't seen each other in 25 years, possibly. My God. It had been a long time. You've put and on he, so much weight. In I've put time. on a lot of weight. He still looks exactly the same. But oh, well, there you go. Yeah. He, uh, he's in the medical profession, so he's actually taking care of himself. <laughs> And then he looked, he looked at you, and he just goes, sweet Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> he wants to do a thesis on me. Um, so, uh, and then also... There was my, supposed
0: to be another friend that showed up to this thing, but Jeff ate him. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so, uh, and then our friend Brent was the one who uh, hosted the event. We had such a good time.
0: Now, Brent...
1: Yes. Is that
0: the one that you threw the apple with the... No, no, no. That's, okay. That's
1: Ronnie Coleman. Brent was there that oh, okay. night. Okay, okay. And we, we regaled ourselves with lots of other stories from that night and other nights on the camping uh, excursions we had. But no, I'll tell you, Brent set up this really neat... It, it, Brent spent a few years in China Okay, um, you know, working for a company that, that was, I don't know if based there, but had operations there. Yeah. So he was a liaison and lived in China. And he had this thing called a hot pot. That he set up. And it it was two sides. It was uh, similar to a fondue. Okay. And on one side was a spicy, you know, mixture. On the other side was a mushroom base. And then basically you had lamb and beef and shrimp and sausage and, you know, as far as proteins. And then you had some, uh, oh, like almost like a kimchi, some fermented vegetables that were in there. And then you could also put in... You know, like fresh pak uh, choy or bok choy, whatever it was. And, uh, you know, some little baby corns and different things like that. And it was such a cool experience to sit and do. Um, he said in, in China, it's mainly something that's just done with men. It's, you know, it's like a, a male bonding kind of thing. It's a communal dinner. And we sat and just ate ourselves silly on this. It was so good.
0: Well, there you go. Yeah.
1: Had some noodles to finish at the end and... Um, it, was, it was very, very impressive. I mean, he did a really nice job with that. All right. So then. I had to leave at that point, go shoot a basketball game. And my friends, there, there might have been some alcohol involved <laughs> on the sp- Friday night. <laughs> okay. And uh, by the time I got back, one was kind of out of the game. And the other two, I finally got talked into going out and having a cigar. And we sat up in uh, Brent's garage. We turned on. You'll you'll appreciate this with all your heater you know experiences you've had this year. I have had a lot of heater experiences yeah, with year. the uh, with your cigar tent. Yes. So we go out into the Bet garage. You, wish you had a cigar tent. We could have used something. So first of all, the first can of propane is completely empty. <laughs> the second can of propane <laughs> well, that really, does you a lot of good. I know, right? So we take the second can of propane off of the grill. We hook it up and we fire up this like turbo like just heat. Like this, I mean, it's almost like a jet engine kind of thing. Well, okay. So you've you're seen using, these. So you're using like half a thing of, you know, propane. Mm-hmm.
0: Not so even you, that, apparently,
1: as we found out. So you burn through it in like three minutes. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we fire up this thing, and it is putting out off a ton of heat. Well, it's at that point that I realized, hey, Brent, there's, there's an electrical cord out the back of this. What's that for? And he's like, I don't know. And then I start noticing that we've, we're setting the heater on fire. So I turn it off and that's the point where we realized that's the blower motor. We were just, we we're just burning up that heater. So like, all the, what? all the paint, like in the middle of the heater is just all singed and melted off now. Like it was starting to smoke. We were going to set that thing on fire. Like. So what was the electrical cord for? That's the blower that blows the heat out. Oh my god! So we just had all that heat resting in that just one resting spot. in that one spot. Yeah. Oh my god! It was going to weld right through that thing. So <laughs> I don't know if it's <laughs> Prince or his brother-in-law. You know, like the three brother-in-laws. I'm not sure, but it's damaged. But no whoever who it, it is to. is going to notice that when they see it next time. So uh, I I shut it off, and Prince's like, "What you turn it off?" And I'm like, Cause "We were going to burn this garage down." <laughs> so I, I I finally find a, uh, uh, a extension cord. We get it hooked up. We get it running. Things are going great, and then it runs out of fuel. That sucks. Yeah, it sucks so bad. That sucks. I powered through my cigar. Even had another one. Brent finished a, finished his, and then our friend Andy did about two thirds of his, and then gave up. We You're froze out. Much more tolerant of the cold than. Others tend to I be. actually am. I don't know if that's all the extra padding or what, so. but it, the cold's never really bothered me that much. Um, I don't like getting hot, but mm. cold doesn't bother me. Never has. So what are you getting on your uh, stick? Tobacco. Yep. Same here. Um,
0: you know, it's kind of ironic that I was complaining about the, uh, well, not complaining, but kind of complaining about the, uh, the wrapper on the Teyamo. Your Teyamo's still going. Impressive. I was going to say, I just picked that up and I was testing to see if it's still going. And by God, it
1: actually kinda still has a little bit of life to it. Minus two. Yeah, Crumudge Jim is right. You can set this down on the course and make take your shots. Yeah, no kidding. I you know what?
0: I gotta give the Tayamo credit. Yep. It's still going. Minus two. But what I will say is the construction on the Tayamo, despite being a little bit more rugged looking and yeah. the few cracks that I do have of the wrapper, uh, the burn line on it is significantly straighter. Then the burn line on the chillin
1: moose. I have got like a just wavy wavy burn line going i on the had a mousse. I had a silly crazy run in the tiamo when we first started, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, I don't want to say anything, no, let's give it a second and it corrected itself so i I let that go, but my chillin moose oh, is shit. a little cockeyed but not as bad as yours. I just nuked myself with you the Tiamo, though <laughs> well, that
0: ash that was hanging onto it finally decided to let go.
1: But Out of the two so far, which one do you uh, like the smoke on better? Sorry, I'm trying to
0: even out. even out this Teyamo now that I just ashed all over myself. Um, I'm going to take, take advantage and do the same thing. Okay, so I did just take a draw off of the uh, Chillin' Moose. Okay. It very nearly was already out. Just in that little bit of time that I was working with the Teyamo again. Yeah. So the Chillin' Moose does not have the longevity. That the uh, Teyamo does. You're going to need a relight, is what you're saying. Exactly. I'm not going to lie. Of the two so far, mm-hmm. despite the fact that I know in about, I don't know, 20 minutes or so, when my burn line hits this crack that I got going in the wrapper, this is going to be a high-speed come-apart on this thing, I think the Teyamo is winning out. Okay. I think it's a, I, I, I'm getting better draw off of it. And I cannot argue the fact that we let this thing sit for a number of minutes and Yeah,
1: longer than it should've longer than it should've. It's still
0: lit up. up, Like no problem. It did not need a relight.
1: Whereas my chillin' moose is struggling. Even after you relit it. Do you have a little bit of a uh, plug in there or something? No. I didn't relight the chillin' moose. Oh you did not. Okay. I thought you did. Sorry, my bad.
0: Look at you pulling the band t- off. T- take the band off of the chilling moose. Okay.
1: So. I followed suit. I don't know if you caught that. I did catch that. I did drop a little ash, though. Doing it. i leave it to you to drop ash. Bro. Yeah, you got that right. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'll finish up my story here. Typically, the whole damn room smells it when you drop ash. So I got up the next morning, made breakfast. I made sausage, eggs, and waffles because in the morning we're having waffles. Okay, and we got up. Our friend Chris showed up because he had not spent the night with us all, and we proceeded out to the range. Oh, y'all spent the night, huh? Yep. It was. It was. It was. We came back in, lit up the fireplace after freezing to death in the garage. And you guys have a little like. sat and homoerotic high school reunion that's not how that (laughs) went (laughs) you're like hey you almost burned the garage down that's pretty hot yeah (laughs) nice no that's not how any of that went but no we we sat and we talked about old times and joked around about stories and different things that had happened to us in high school and um you know you finally compared dick sizes finally started you know oddly <laughs> enough there might have been a little bit of that but uh so eventually we uh you know settle in and um i was actually the last one to go to sleep brent fell asleep uh on the recliner in his uh, mummy sleeping bag and i'm sorry <laughs> his what it, it, military you know mummy sleeping bag have you ever seen those Oh, no. Yeah. And so he had that, you know, basically he went and got that wrapped up in it and got all cozy and fell asleep. So we decided to go ahead and turn in. And I I got on then and finished up, uh, you know, looking at some emails for the day and whatnot and responded to a few people on Messenger and then tucked in and got up the next morning, made breakfast. And uh, so after that, we headed out to the range and we had a plethora of firearms to shoot. It was a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah. It was a good time. you leave some craters in the earth. No, I did not bring any Tannerite. Nobody else had any with them. Well, that um, just sounds like poor planning. We had, uh, well, it, it was going to be hard to shoot Tannerite with the snow on and everything, You know, to be able to prop it up and get it to where you could even see it to shoot it. I mean, I, I stepped off in a drift when I went down to adjust the targets, and I probably stepped in an 18-inch snow drift right up over the boot. That oh, was that. that sucks. Luckily, that was towards the end of the shoot. I did that with my shoe at Best Buy the other day. Ugh. It was unfortunate. Well, you noticed now. I'm actually wearing shoes today, but um, for the last week, have you oh, seen no. you, anything but my been, farm boots? Nothing but the farm boots. I'm thinking, you know what? I'm not. I I got one good pair of shoes that I use for work, and I'm not going to ruin them in this. Yep. So, I uh, have uh, basically adjusted over. And it's funny. I went I went and shot a game. Then after our uh, after our range time. And I walk in and somebody leans over and they go, they go, you going trapping? And I said, what? And they're like, well, your boots. And I'm like, it's winter. I'm wearing boots. Yeah. So I admit it freely. I, um, I need a new pair of shoes to be honest, but, um, I've kind of go to the track and place a bet. Oh yeah. No, (laughs) but I, um, I kind of have this weird, I like how that took you a second to get that
0: I kind of have this weird pattern going. This is the third pair of shoes that I've owned that I okay. bought in Las Vegas.
1: You, I was there for
0: one of these. You were there for one of them. I think you were there for the second pair. Yep. So I bought one pair while I was out there a number of years ago. And then, they, then they needed replacing, so I wore the really bad ones out to Vegas, went to the exact same store, and bought a replacement pair. Yep. And that was the one you were with me for. Uh-huh. And when that pair wore out, I wore them out to Vegas in April of nineteen. When oh, that's I went, right. When you I went out back. there, yep. And then I bought these uh, shoes. These are just they're, these have lasted longer, but they're starting to get a little worn out. Little, little. So you you're know. saying it's time to go to Vegas? Well, and you know we've got TPE coming up will in they May. Hold, will they hold on till May? They'll hold on till okay. May. Okay, yeah. Um, assuming assuming t p e happens you and I are registered for t p e we are and um so assuming it happens, you know we'll be going out to to t p e in May and I
1: can get new shoes in may good deal okay you're ready to go
0: that's to my s- sh- that's my shoe story your did you story. have any more about
1: your, your 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 you know high school reunion? No, we just had a really good time, and we're we're planning to make that uh i'll be honest, i think. The shoot with uh, Andy and Chris that you and I went on mm-hmm. may have technically been the first one, although we're considering this the first one in the series since it got all the, you know, it got the band back together, so you. to speak. I got you. But uh, we're planning on a uh, summer shoot, and then we are planning, uh, following that, we're planning on uh, just making it a biannual event. Well, look at you. It should be fun. That's good. I mean, at least one of us passes, which, I mean, I'm probably first on that hit parade. Well, then you know what you need to go and do is
0: go to the grave site and give him the proper 21-gun salute where you shoot at the gravesite. <laughs> like, right into the ground.
1: It's really fucked up, but I like it. You know,
0: not in the air. You just
1: fucking <laughs> point the guns down at the ground and just pull just right, just yeah. right into the ground. <laughs> You know, I I'll be honest. I took I took my AR, I took my uh 3. I have a really nice I mean, 303 British rifle. If you four. do anything other than like a 22 pistol, yeah. you're probably going to start piercing the casket, so you might wanna, You're not going to get 6 feet of depth. You're assuming that you're 6 feet down. Well, they bury it 6 feet? I mean, I see the depth of the hole. I mean not my, for myself, but for <laughs> others. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm assuming that they will dig my grave at the same depth as all the rest in the cemetery. They're just going to get lazy and just chuck you in the river. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. We have, a, we have a family cemetery we use. It's Cottom Cemetery in uh, southern Illinois in Perry County. And that's where I have my plot. So I've already, my family already bought me a plot. And I'm ready to, you know, go room temperature and put in the ground. I'm set.
0: Okay. Well. Well, hey,
1: I'll just see what comes next. All right, then. Well, on that note, I'm going to set down the Tayama. Okay. I'm going to set down the Chillin' Moose. On to the factory smoke. Let me get this one out of the cellophane. And the Tiamo's are still puffing away. Yeah, now, I'm going to give that Tiamo credit. For a for a cigar to take out on the golf course, or even if you're out at the shooting range, something you're going to set down. Something you're going
0: to set down for a minute and then come back to. Yeah, that's got a lot of life to it. Hey, by the way, The Cut's brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company. Riverman Cigar Company. We told you they're awesome. If you're not listening to us by now, there's no hope for you. Yeah, what's the point? So, Cutting the factory smokes. Sungrown. Lights still in the wrapper, and I just shanked the hell out of that. Oh, I see that. Oh, that's something. You know, and here's what pisses me off about this one. Okay, I just bought this.
2: Yeah, like, that I should just, not.
0: Have shattered I literally like that on just the cut. bought this freaking factory smokes. Um, what like what time is it? Three thirty. Yeah, I literally just bought this thing like two and a half hours ago, and that V cut just just cracked the hell out of it so i'm actually really disappointed with that I'm not, I'm not gonna out the store that i bought it from it was not dan at
1: riverman i got mine out of the cellophane and i'm really ticked I, off. i don't know that. why i i do not know why that uh chillin moose was so easy to extract but man the tiamo and especially this factory smoke they were really in there
2: hmm
1: a little different flavor on the uh, cold draw in the factory
0: smoke. Just completely ignoring me now, aren't you? Um still kind of <laughs> that barnyardy thing,
1: but it's a little sweet too. You sure you don't have the sweet tip? No, I know I don't have the sweet tip. I don't get the barnyard at all. Hold on. I
0: don't know. What is that? Like maybe like a sour fruit?
1: Yes. You know? Yes. Um Yeah I, I hate to say it, it's almost like a, a dried sour cherry. Like a sour fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe. Okay. That's that's what I think. All right. Let's light them up. Lighten light them up. up light it up. Until I'm getting low on fluid in my lighter, I'm going to hold it straight up and down. Smoke production's on it pretty good. It is. A
0: little bit of a run off the beginning, but I did just take multiple puffs right off the start. So. Yeah. I'm not going to ding it just yet. I'm going to give it time to correct itself. There's a little bit of pepper in the back of the throat. Retrohale is interesting. Let me do that. I can't put my finger on it, but the Retrohale is interesting. There's something to it. Kind of that bitter fruit thing again. Hmm. And this is the Factory Smokes by Drew Estate. The Sun Grown. Blue wrapper for anyone looking in the humidor. There's there's pepper to it on the the retro? Connecticut has a yellow one. The uh, Maduro has a dark red. The sweet
1: tip has a bright red. And this one and the sun grown has a blue. It's got some pepper on the retro. A little bit. But you're right. There's something else there, and I can't put my finger on it. I'm I'm telling you, I think it's that bitter fruit. I don't know. Now, are you saying bitter fruit or sour fruit? Sour fruit. Yeah. You know. There's a little difference. A little bit. But, well,
0: Jeff, while we try and figure that out, okay. why don't we get into a little bit of cigar news? Let's do it. So, we only have one story today. Uh, North Dakota, their House of Representatives, uh, approved a bill allowing for cigar bars and lounges. A bill in the North Dakota legislature seeking to allow cigar bars and lounges has cleared the first major hurdle, passing the House by a vote of 48 to 45. Last Wednesday, this is so, ha- House Bill 1152, created an exemption to the state's restrictions on smoking indoors and places of employment, which would allow cigar bars and lounges to operate legally. Uh, there's some criteria that they have to have, which includes a certificate from the tax commissioner. Uh, they have to have a humidor on the premises being closed by solid walls and windows with a ceiling and door. Uh, be equipped with a ventilation system by which exhausted air is not recirculated back into non-smoking areas, and smoke is not back streamed into non-smoking areas. And then uh, permit only the smoking of cigars purchased on the premises, so you can't bring cigars from elsewhere. I, I have no problem with any of that. I think so you're
1: you're actually telling me that a government body is doing something
0: smart? Yeah, yeah. Uh, cigar bars would have to generate 10% or more of the establishment's gross income from the sale of cigars, while a cigar lounge would have to generate at least 30% of its uh, gross income from the sale of cigars. Now, here's the fun thing. I just told you that they have to generate 10 and 30% yes. with
1: cigar sales. You're
0: going to compare that to the People's Whereas Republic of Illinois? The People's of Republic of Illinois says that 80% of your sales have to come from tobacco and tobacco-related products in order to qualify as a cigar bar or cigar lounge in Illinois. You can't even have a cigar bar in Illinois. You cannot have a liquor license and allow indoor smoking But I know one that does. I know one that does as well. I'm assuming it's grandfathered. I'm assuming. Okay. But I don't know. Okay. That's the only way that I think they could get away with that. I I really don't know.
1: It's the only thing I can think of. Hmm. Or it's the fact that all the judges go there. And no one's going to touch and it. And
0: there's that as there well. Because I've bumped that. into at least one there. Yeah. So. um. But anyway. So, yeah. North Dakota. Granted, it was a tight vote. You know, 40, uh, 48 to 45. But the North oh, Dakota oh, House oh, of Representatives why, went why ahead. Why is that a and, tight uh,
1: vote? If people want to work at a cigar lounge. Or you Where know they're going to encounter smoke. They, they have the right to work there or the right not to work there. Precisely. But if people if, if there is enough demand for this that people want to go do it, why in the world does the government think they can regulate our behavior like that? Because it's the government, Jeff, and they know what's good for us. <sighs> Bro, you know what? You don't want to get me started. Oh, you I know. really don't. I know. And I know we got three cigars to smoke, but you do not want to get me started no, on that. No, I, I, I don't because I agree.
0: I don't want to hear about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no. Nick's tired th- of hearing me right I think it's great. I think it's great that North Dakota is opening that up. Um, for any of our listeners in North Dakota, you know, maybe hit us up and just tell us, you know, up until now, what have you been doing? Like, are there, I assume there's
1: cigar shops in North Dakota, but you just can't smoke inside of them. Well, one thing I noticed in the legislation that you described, um, it doesn't give any caveat for having a patio or. Outside area. No, it said that it had to be enclosed. Now, so now at is, this point... You have know, they been able to smoke out on a patio now, and that's just going to get grandfathered in, or is that... Possibly. And that could yeah. very well be. I don't know. Um, I, I'd love to hear from a listener I mean, to granted, find that out.
0: North North Dakota, man, there are parts of North Dakota that get balls cold like a lot of the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Fargo and whatnot. So, I mean, realistically, you're not going to be out on a patio I'm for a lot lie. of the year in some areas I would areas have thought North, North Dakota... Dakota Would be a bastion of... I'm kind of in the same boat with you. I kind of am a little surprised that North Dakota was so strict. I would have thought that they would have been like, you know, a live and let live, just kind of you-do-you kind of state. Maybe that's South Dakota. I know South Dakota has been that way, at least in terms of, like, COVID regulations. They're all
1: fucking cowboys. Let them smoke.
0: I know. I don't get it. So... Good for North Carolina, or North Dakota. <laughs> good on North
1: Carolina. What
0: no, the no, I It's not the I, same. No, North Dakota. They're I not, screwed
1: up. They're not even close. I'm sorry. They both have North in the name. They do. Yeah. I said the wrong state. Yeah. Good, yeah. On North, good on North Dakota. Good on North Dakota. <laughs> God.
0: Anyway, so what are you getting on the factory uh, smokes there, Jeff? Ah, smoke. Tasting tobacco. How about you? Yeah, in terms of the actual smoking experience, you know, it's not bad. I'd say the burn line on this is probably the straightest of the three. I would concur with that. Um, The ash is holding on well. And, no, I don't think it's a bad cigar. It's, It's basic, you know. I think I paid... How much did I pay for this? You'd indicated to me it was under $4. Well, yeah, but I'm actually thinking... I may have only paid, like, $2 really? for this thing. So, you know, for what it's worth, it's, uh, it's a really good affordable cigar in that regard. So, I don't have, you know, would any of them have competed with the uh, Tadis Can? I would say no. No. But I will say this. Because all I, of them, by and large, I just get smoke. I just picked up my Teyamo. Okay. And it is still going.
1: You know what? I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna give mine a shot. Mm. Wow. I'm not gonna lie. What Kermudge Jim said about the cigar Dude, is this thing's dead still on. puffing away like a chimney. How is that cigar staying lit like that? I don't know, but it is. This but and thing, it's not even sitting in burn, it's just resting. Yeah, it's just resting. This this Teyamo is still going. Yeah, we've let that thing sit twice where it should have gone
0: out. Yeah. I'm really impressed with this. I'm really impressed with the Teyamo, and it's... Uh, have you picked up the uh, tried the Chillin' Moose? Is it mm-hmm. still
1: going? My Chillin' Moose is still lit as well.
0: Really? That is crazy. I'm going to try mine here real quick. Then. Any,
1: m- most any other cigar that I would have smoked... We just had a ghost attack us here in the... Uh, My Chillin' Moose is out. Chillin' Moose is out. We just had a ghost attack us. Yeah, I don't know what that was. I it, heard it. No, I saw it, actually. Um, what just happened? And we have a gentleman here that works at Top Shooters that also saw this go down as we're recording in the Jerry Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios at Top Shooters. Yes. Um, I, I watched a ghost throw a can out of that can, out of that trash can over there, and threw it, and it rolled behind you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there it is. I watched it. There was no one there. So it like came out of the garbage can? I'm assuming, or it or it rolled off the floor. I saw it. I saw it as it was going across the ground, rolling. It had to have been on the floor. I hope we picked like that rolling. audio up on the cast. I mean, I'm, I would think so. I heard it. We may have just proved beyond a shadow of a doubt paranormal activity. Maybe there's EVP. Look, there's nobody around it. But what I'm saying is, you maybe- didn't throw that, did you? You saw You saw that go down, right? Yeah. you have Uh, ghosts here oh shit he said (laughs) yes (laughs) that's awesome i had no idea no i watched that happen dude that was that was not that was not a normal thing to see happen okay all right then okay (laughs) well now now it's uh the cigar pulpit slash ghost hunters it's not even our halloween episode Mm -mm. no that that was that was paranormal and i stand by that there was there's nothing that could have done what that just did. So, for the I sake... I can't believe you're glossing over this so quickly. You you're scared to death of ghosts, and we just had one within feet of us. Dude, what am I going to say? I didn't see it. I heard it, but I didn't see it. I, man, I hope it picked up on the so, audio. So, uh,
0: for the sake of ease here, I am going to concentrate now on the Teyamo. I set down the factory smokes. Okay. Only because... The Tayamo is burning in such a way to
1: follow your lead
0: that I am about to encounter the tears.
1: Ah, uh, so you want to see where this goes. So
0: I want to see kind of where it goes, and then if it goes poorly, I need to concentrate on it because I can't double fist cigars when one of them is
1: having a high speed come apart. I'm glad you, you know, clarified that by saying double fist cigars. Cause I've got one because I've heard stories about you on the weekends. Two,
0: three. Yeah, I've got like three tears going there. This thing, I. You know what? I. It's my fault. I don't. <laughs> Shut you up! You really should pay for it. No, I heard exactly what you said, and I was choosing to ignore <laughs> it. You sack.
1: You're the one hanging
0: out in the freaking, you know, with your with your high school buddies. You know, <sighs> spending the night together. It was a good time. Humping each other's balls and whatnot. We each had our own bedroom. <laughs> Thank you. No, I'm digging this Te Um, I would like to encounter it when it was in better shape. Mm-hmm. Um, because it still it still has the flavor of tobacco when you smoke it. Yeah, by and large, it's not a it's not a complex cigar.
1: It's, no, it is what it is. You know, I mean, when you light it up. But if you were out, you out on get the golf you course get, or out on the range. And you wanted a cigar you could pick up, put down, pick up, put down. This this is there for you,
0: and one that's not like, in you know, like oppressive or, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? One that doesn't like assault the senses. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, this is it's not an unpleasant smoke. It's just it's just a cigar. You know, yeah. And sometimes a cigar is is just just a a cigar. cigar. So, well, Jeff. While we are smoking these, why don't, we, uh, why don't we go ahead and dive into some listener questions in this week's Ask the Boys. Ask the Boys.
2: Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You gotta ask me nicely.
0: Ask me about my winner!
2: You got a question. You asked the Apo. Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. All right,
3: guys. I still like
1: the old intro. I'm with some of the listeners on that. All right, guys.
0: Well, it's time for Ask the Boys and we need your questions. So make sure you call the Ask the Boys hotline at area code 863-874-0000 and ask us your questions. Just tell us what's on your mind. Um, you know, your death cigar or whatever. Just, you know, yeah. reach out to us and let us know. Um what you're wondering about, or what you want to tell us. It's its its your opportunity to be a part of the show and spout off. So call the Ask the Boys hotline. So our first call, we will just jump into right now.
2: Hey, boys, this is uh, Teddy, a.k.a. the Smoking Gorilla on Teddy. IG. Love you, Teddy. Hey, I was calling because I was uh, discussing with a friend of mine about us. Uh, about lighting up cigars and you know how you got the torches you got your cedar spills you got regular box matches and recently i started going into using cedar spills and regular box matches as a matter of fact i keep box matches in a car now and what i found is that when you light up a cigar with the torch versus the uh, match or cedar spill or whatever it brings out a different flavor so i wanted to ask you guys have y'all ever did a comparison to just uh, light up on uh, the same cigar? Like you take a cigar, you take two of uh, the same cigars, light one up with a torch, like the other one with a um, match or anything like that, like a, bo- or like a box match or something like that. And have you ever noticed how the taste, how the smoke, how even the, the burn just seems to be a little bit different when it comes down to those matches? Anyway, I like to hear y'all thoughts on it and everything. So I hope that y'all are staying warm we going to get through uh, snow snow, again, snow Armageddon uh, 2021, and I uh, hope that everybody's staying blessed and definitely staying smoking. Have a good one, guys. Peace.
0: I love that guy. I mean, Teddy gets it. He calls us all the time. We got to get down to Memphis. I agree. So in, to Teddy's question, yes, how you light your cigar does impact, you know, the uh, the smoking experience. Um a cedar spill obviously is going to give you a little bit of a cedar aroma to the to the situation, and everything it's also else.
1: going to bathe the room in that
0: precisely, you know, scent as well. I tend to just stick with the torch, and the reason I stick to the torch is a uh, ease and convenience. I mean, it clicks on, it fires up, I I, I get the thing lit, and I move on with life. And it's great to roast salsa with, and then oh, God, I hate it when you do that. And then the other reason, B, is um, it's just it's so much easier than having to deal with matches. Um, the few times that I have attempted with matches, I, I just – the match goes out before I'm able to get my cigar lit. So now I'm lighting another match. Well, and you've always got to do at least and, two matches. And it's just – it's just,
1: it's so much more of a pain in the ass. Two matches will save you a lot of grief. Just, just go for two. Light two together. One match is always just at very least, just the slightest little gust of wind is going to put that out. Yeah. the two matches will keep each other going. And to the cedar spills,
0: I've never tried doing a cedar spill. Really? No. I didn't know that. But the reason I hadn't is because I watched you try it that one time on the show, and you had hot pieces of cedar just uh, flake off and, and fall into your lap. It, and, it was like you know, they were. Start trying to catch your pants on fire. And I
1: just. I I didn't want to. No, it was like that. they were laser guided missiles for my crotch. Yeah. Yeah. They just every one of them just honed in and went right for the wiener. I mean Oh <laughs> uh, God.
0: So many jokes. I'm like sitting here trying to think. I'm like, ah, at least you got something that's honed in on your <laughs> Anyway, um dick. Yeah. But anyway. No, I I, I have not really gone down the cedar spell road. It it. But I have been lighting the cedar ends off of the uh, cigars that I have that are wrapped in cedar. Like yeah. the um, Fonseca and the Diaz de Gloria, they come with that cedar wrapping and the, and the Jacob's Ladder. You know, so I, I've i kind of been toying with the idea of at least trying a cedar spill. But man, I watch how quickly those things burn. Yeah. And I'm thinking, ooh, I'm, I'm on limited time if I'm lighting with a cedar spill. See you you no know, know. but I don't okay. know, maybe a cedar spill is a little thicker so, than that cedar. So it, it, it is. Okay, it, it is. Yes.
1: That is that's a veneer type cut that's yeah. on that's wrapped around those cigars. And yes, I I think you're exactly right. Now, um I have a red cedar that I recently lost the top out of at the farm. And I've actually considered um cutting some of that up and making not necessarily a spill, but maybe a little thicker piece of cedar. Yeah. And if I get to that here, when things warm up a little bit and I can get the chainsaw out there and do some cutting, I may make a few of those for us to try out. Okay. And I'm, I'm thinking like a spill, but maybe double in width. Okay. You know, so we've got a little little cedar lighter that we can Low use. Time. Okay. We'll give it a shot. I will do that and I will bring them in.
0: Good. Well, Teddy, thank you for the question as always. And we will
3: move on to our next question here what's up bishop and gator this is christian calling from connecticut i'm not on the social but around here i'm known as big polka big so polka, i've been hearing you guys polka. asking us about what our death stick is and a stick we're having a hard time to find and i figured i'd share my death stick would probably be the first cigar that i ever got introduced to and that's an olivia connecticut reserve that's a six by 60 double turbo. phenomenal cigar someone stared me into the right direction, and it's perfect in the summer when you're sipping on some nice alcoholic beverage, and just want a nice little mild smoke. Very good, recommend it. Now the one cigar I can't find that I somehow acquired, it's a rarity here, it's a CAO Sopranos edition. And I'm looking specifically for the Tony Soprano one. God damn it, that was a great smoke, and being a Sopranos fan, that just added. That just added to it. It just made it a phenomenal experience smoking that thing. Been trying to hunt them down online, but not getting much. Uh, not getting much results here. But Nick and Gator, I want to play a game with you guys, kind of like Jigsaw. If you guys now now it got to, weird. You guys have to go to Walmart and you have to buy three things. The goal of this game is to make the cashier as Uncomfortable as possible. What three items do you buy to achieve that? I want to know and why. Maybe what you think the reaction is going to be. Looking forward to hearing from that. Keep up the great work, guys. Always looking forward to the next podcast drop. Keep smoky and stay classy, fellas. Have a good one.
1: Okay. Thanks, Christian. So, okay, you want to you want to take the uh, big polka? Well, I'm I'm going to let you go first because. Let's be honest. You're the Sopranos guy, so let's let you take that, and then we'll go into the Walmart. Okay, question. yeah. First, let's address, you can field that.
0: Let's address the CAO Sopranos situation. So, Big Polka, the CAO Sopranos has been rebranded as the um, CAO Consigliere. Um, basically, it's the exact same cigar, pretty much the same band, uh, same colors and its color scheme and everything. It's just that CAO just stopped paying HBO for the license for the TV show. And uh, they don't have the license to be able to put the name Sopranos and everything on it, but it comes in a couple different sizes. Um, I'm assuming, given the fact that you're saying the Tony Soprano, I'm gonna assume that would be the boss size, which is kind of like a uh, kind of a bigger Churchill kind of size um cigar. And um, dude, you can you can get the CAO consiglieri anywhere.
1: Um, and it's the same cigar. It's the exact same cigar because I had the same question. But without knowing that, how would anyone know to look for that? So that's a good piece of information. I had, you're I able had to this drop
0: one. Here. I I mentioned the same cigar. Um, we had had somebody on the show ask about um cigars that um I wish I would have tried and blah blah blah. And I mentioned this cigar, and it was I had a, a local tobacconist uh, tell me about this, and sure enough, I tried it. And I bought a box and everything else. So, no, um, uh, Polka, you can just go on over and find the CAO consigliere. And I'm assuming you want the boss size. It comes in, like, associate, um, soldier, and boss. And associate's going to be, like, a little Corona. uh, Soldier's going to be, like, a Toro. And the boss is, um, I'm wanting to say it's, like, a 7 by 58 maybe. It's, like, a bigger cigar. But um yeah, so yeah, and then I think they maybe just came out with another size in that line. But yeah, the CAO Consigliere is is the Soprano cigar. So Good deal. you can you can easily find that. And I knew you knew the answer to that because you and I have discussed that on more than one occasion. Yep, yep. I actually bought a box of those from uh Nick over at my monthly. Three items at Walmart. So that's a you question because see I I struggle with that because if I'm trying to find something that's going to deeply upset the checkout person, let's be real, it's going to be something like razor blades, rope, and duct tape, or or like you know, um, maybe like a box of um, uh, some sort of drug that makes people. What's the drug that makes people go to sleep? Melatonin.
1: Does yeah, it,
0: uh, yeah. So I could get like some melatonin pills, duct tape, and like a razor box cutter. You know, or something like that. You know, I that combination, I think, would, would send somebody like, what's this guy up to? You know, that kind of thing. Okay. Now, I have a story about Walmart and uh, bizarre purchases. That's
1: not where I thought you were going to go with this. I thought you were going to go with like a hamster, inch and a half PVC pipe and some uh, Vaseline. That would also be upsetting. Um,
0: I think I told this story on the podcast <laughs> once about in college. Um, at one point, needed to make a run to Walmart for um, some uh, um, protection, if you will, condoms. Yes. Okay. And um, I was like standing there. I'm like, I can't just buy these because this is the day and age before the self checkout. You know, when you just take care of that yourself. And so I'm like, I can't. Just but there's buy- still someone standing there. Looking you yeah, judgingly. but, you know, whatever. But I'm like, I can't just buy these. What am I going to get? What am I going to get? I need something else in this purchase. And I'm like, oh, I know what I'm out of. I'm out of mouthwash. I'll get some scope. And for some reason, in my mind, that seemed okay until I got to the car and I looked at my bag and I looked at my purchase. And I'm like, <laughs> like
1: yeah.
3: Like, I'll tell you what else. just we'll, immediately. We'll just,
1: set our full alarm bells. Yeah. Uh, Sudafed matchboxes and uh, acetone. But anyway. Oh, my God. Yeah, I would think that would also
0: set off. You don't you buy learn. that shit all at the same place. Not at the same place. I learned no. that from
1: Walter White. Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> anyway, so is that one of your answers there, is that or the hamster thing? Just take your pick. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, Christian. I hope that was uh, enlightening enough for you there. So don't, don't break bad, Christian. Don't don't break bad. So yep. um, This has been this week's Ask the Boys. Guys, we need your questions. Call into the hotline, area code 863-874-0000. Ask us questions. Tell us what's on your mind. You know, uh, Christian was kind enough to share his death cigar and his um, uh, the cigar, he had cigar he's finding. having trouble finding. Which I think which you just hopefully, cleared up for him. Hopefully he will be able to locate that now because yeah. it the consigliere is a uh, readily available cigar and it is the Soprano cigar. So hopefully he can track that down. As for um, his Death Cigar, dude, you can't go wrong with Oliva. Nope. Not at all. Nope. So good cigars. Good sticks. Good good call. And you know what? I kind of like the fact that his his last cigar is going to be the cigar he started off with. You know, there's something kind of poetic it, about it, that. It's,
1: it it writes the world. It it kind of yeah. does. Yeah. Brings so, it all back into balance. Circle of life. I like it. Akunamatata. Matata. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, yeah.
0: Make sure you get your questions to us so that we can uh, answer those.
1: Now, you mentioned the consigliere. Yes. And you mentioned that uh, you'd actually bought a box of those over at My Monthly Cigars. I did. What is My Monthly Cigars, Nick? My Monthly Cigars is an online
0: premium cigar subscription service where you can get a box of cigars sent to your door every month uh, they come in different sizes. We get the robusto box. We'll be smoking one coming on Friday. And we will, and it's uh, four cigars for thirty dollars. He also has the El Presidente, which is eight cigars for fifty dollars. It's two of everything that's in the robusto, and both of those are covered by the MSRP guarantee, which states that the value of the cigars within the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. And uh, if you use Officero Pulpit, you will. P-I-T? That gets you free shipping on your first box, but it also gets you 20% off any of the items in Nick's online store, which is where, Christian, you can check out the CAO consigliere, and uh, it gets you 20% off uh, the items in the online store because he's got cigars and accessories and all kinds of other fun stuff.
1: So head on over to MyMonthlyCigars.com. MyMonthlyCigars.com. com. Yep. So you are currently smoking. I've currently the Teyama, got the Teyama. and I, I do as well. Um, and I'm further along. I'm down to the nub on this thing. You yeah. got a, you got at least the final third. How's the wrapper holding up? I know you had issues. It's coming apart on me, but that's. See, I have not encountered that at all.
0: But I will say, even with it kind of cracking like that, it's still holding together. I haven't seen somewhat. it take a run. I'm gonna say, I mean, it's got a good burn line. Burn line's doing really good. Have you gotten pepper on it?
1: Yeah, I'm starting to get a little end. I would pepper say the, the
0: final third of this cigar, yep. some pepper crept in really hard on it. Yeah. So it was smoke, 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 and then now pepper at the end. So, so it does have a little complexity. It's got a to little it. something to it. Yeah. I'm going
1: to try a retro. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that's, pep- that's, that's peppery. <coughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I'll be finishing the show by myself, it appears. Nick has just killed himself with a retrohale. Oh my god. That may be your final cigar right there. Oh my god. Yeah, it the pepper. Where did that come from? Yeah, it came out of nowhere. Dude, like we
0: did the retrohale in the beginning of this, and it was like a nothing nothing
1: burger. Nothing.
0: This was oh my god.
1: Yeah. The pepper ramps up on this at the end. This isn't like a totally different cigar. It's weird.
0: That is so bizarre. Yeah. I, I like the fact that it like changed.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, it's more, in, it's more of a you cigar now. It definitely turned more of a me cigar yep. in the end of this thing, yeah. Interesting.
0: Weird. It's kind of like a Bishop and a Gator combined.
1: Yes. My God. Yes. The best of both worlds. It'd
0: be like if we had a baby.
1: Okay, now you made but it that's weird. But that's physically impossible. Now uh, you made it weird. Oh, <laughs> well, today's science, you never know. I, I would hope. No. No. I don't think that's possible. Yeah. I don't want to know if it is. So I'm giving up on that one because I was down to the nub. Yeah, I'm giving up on it as well because I'm starting have, to burn fingers. Yeah, I'm, I'm
0: going to relight my uh, chillin moose here. Yeah, I'm going to go back to the chillin moose as well, only because I have less of it than the uh, than the Drew Estate factory smokes. I figure. I figure we'll just stay in line with how we kinda, smoked them exactly, off the start. Just kind of go one after another. So. Jeff, in terms of, and I just
1: ran out of fluid, what you have smoked already. God, is this thing wanting to relight? Mine did, but I was running low on fuel, so it took me a little bit to get mine going. This is like struggling to relight. And I did not bring a refill, so I may need to borrow your lighter if I, if and when I light up the uh, rest of that factory smoke. Good. Hmm. You know, some, uh, a company that we've never had on the uh, show with us so far. We've, I don't believe we've ever had anyone from Dura States come on. I've invited. We need to make that happen. I've invited, but nobody is nobody
0: has chomped on that yet. Yeah, we need to get them on. I don't know if you've made too many cracks about Jonathan's
1: glasses or what, but um, I just want to know where he gets those goggles. I'm just saying,
0: you know, I might like know.
1: a pair. Maybe I maybe I pick because I'm jealous. Nobody has, or maybe they're just kind of goofy to me. One or the other. A bit on that yet.
0: So, Jeff, why don't we uh, why don't we give away some cigars? Let's do it. So it's time for the weekly giveaway. And, guys, you can get in on the weekly giveaway by going to CigarPulpit.com and signing
1: up for our email newsletter, which uh, at some point here we'll do something with. I do want to point out that we are a little backlogged, and there are some reasons for that that I don't want to go into on the yeah, show. Yeah, there, there are. But if you have won a pack of cigars from us and you've not received them yet, they're going to be coming. We're going to get them to you. But... There is a little bit of a uh, there's a
0: couple of hitches that I can't there's that, some
1: hitches in the get along. Yeah,
0: that we just they, cannot they get into. It's it's unfortunately stuff that's out of my control. Yeah. And I'm feeling really bad about it when I do hear from people saying, Hey, where's my cigars? But they um, are they are coming. But I promise we have the list. We we know who has not received them. And uh they are they are I've been
1: told they have been mailed out. And at some point, we may be able to address so, the why. Yes. But that's not, uh, that's not for us that's to talk about It's not our yet. business to talk yeah. about just yet. Yeah, exactly. So
0: for right now, just trust Everyone's
1: tr- aware it will get taken care of. Just
0: trust us. Yeah. They, are, they are coming. So anyway, um, head on over to CigarPulpit.com. Sign up for the email newsletter. As long as you're on the newsletter list, you will be entered to win uh, cigars in the, uh, in the weekly giveaway. And once you hear your name, all you have to do is email me at Nick at CigarPulpit.com and just let me know, hey, I'm the winner. Here's my shipping address, and we will uh, get that processed and everything. So, Jeff, this week's winner. Fancy. Lee Orozco. Lee Orozco? Orozco. O-R-O-Z-C-O. Lee Orozco. Okay. I hope I didn't Congratulations, completely Lee. butcher that. Yeah. Good, good job, Lee. Yay. <laughs> Fun with soundboard. <laughs> this nuts. Nice. Ah, oh, oh go. my God. Anyway. So, Lee, just shoot me an email by next Monday, letting me know that you're the winner, and we will get you added to the list. Congratulations, Congratulations Lee.
1: Congratulations, Lee. So. So, uh, Nick, we're back onto the chillin' moose. Mm-hmm. What are you getting there? Smoke, Again, for anyone. Smoke. <laughs> For anyone tuning in in the middle of the podcast, which why would you? But we are doing the addendum, the readers, oh, readers, the, the listener's, listeners' choice, choice cigars. Um, uh, a few cigars recommendation, that, yes, I should say. Few cigars that some listeners thought that we maybe should have had in our uh, sweat sixteen.
0: And I will say there was one other one battle of the budget that was suggested, and I was just. Nobody here locally sells it, and I just was unable to get my hands on it. But McAuliffe Cigars makes a uh, four-dollar, you know, kind of budget cigar, and but nobody around here carries it, so I was unable to track it down, and or at least nobody carries it that I'm aware of, yeah. and I was unable to track it down. So I, I
1: I did have that recommended to me. I just couldn't pull that off. Fair enough. So. Anyway. Hey, you know what? Uh, A month or two down the road, maybe we do another round of these, because it's kind of fun to sit and contrast and compare. Mm -hmm. Of the three, the Chillin' Moose is my least favorite. Fair enough. I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, And I've smoked a Chillin' Moose before, but yes, I would agree. That Teyamo was solid. Yeah.
0: Even with my cracked wrapper, that thing was a solid smoke. Again, I
1: don't think you can hold that against the cigar. No, that was my fault.
0: Yeah, it could have been you've been in transit and, and it could yeah. No, and I but I want to say that it's my fault or well, it's either the mail or
1: my fault. But it still One held together other. and smoked really but well. But it
0: did. It held together and smoked really well. Even when it finally did get to the cracks, dude, it burned right through them. No real big deal. Yeah. I mean, you the burn that, line on that was straight. Do you think that accounts it for was a good binder? It, I get. Yeah, I'm thinking that the binder on that much might be more important. Or, or at least might be a little thicker yeah. than the wrapper on that. But, yeah, I don't know. All I know is that Teyamo, that's a solid budget stick, man. Yep. I mean, that. Um, of, of the three of them that were smoking, that, that definitely was
1: a solid stick. So, Nick, I'm going to drop the Chillin' Moose now, and I am going to switch back just so we give each one of the cigars its due. Okay. And uh, hit the Factory Smokes again by Drew Estates. All right. I will do the same.
0: So let me get mine uh, lit up, and then I'm assuming you're going to need to borrow my lighter.
1: Very likely. As you're struggling over there to get yours going. Woo! Yeah, you almost set yourself on fire. A little lash. I had enough juice to get mine going, so I'm good.
2: I've well, noticed good.
1: that with the uh, with the torches. When you get down to the end, if you shake them up and kind of aerosol that spray, you yeah, can get it, yeah, you can get a little bit more out of it. Well, that's good yep i 've got the factory smokes going, and
0: not a bad stick no it's not it 's not a bad stick at all yeah. and um i i I would have no problem you know incorporating these every once in a while into my smoking too the this and the tayamo the chillin moose man it just it just didn 't do it for you didn 't do it for me i mean 'll be honest, I thought that's the one you were going to like the draw on it was kind of it was definitely tighter than the other two. The burn on it's been kind of weird. Yeah. Just all in general. I are just, these
1: are these uh, all machine-made or hand-rolled? These do are we all know? hand-rolled. They're all hand-rolled. They're all, okay. all hand-rolled,
0: I believe. The might, at best, it might be machine-assisted. Yeah. But like I'm pretty sure we, they're... We watched that process down at Newman. Down at Newman, exactly. And that was interesting and, um, as hell. I would say that at best, they're machine-assisted. But realistically, I think they're all premium uh, hand-rolled. Okay.
1: So... Yep. Well, good deal. Well, Nick, as we wrap up here, how do folks reach out to us on the socials? We are on Instagram
0: at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. Of course, that is my page. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, You can reach out to us through CigarPulpit.com, where we do not have a daily blog. And (laughs) you can also uh, reach out to us through the Ask the Boys Hotline. At area code 863-874-0000. And circling back to Facebook for a minute, get in on the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group. Yeah, you're missing out if you're it's, not on there, it's, guys. It's building. That's That's been nice. You know, yeah. it's like as more people join in, more submissions are added to it. And, you know, there's been some good discussion and everything on there. I mean, goofy discussion.
1: There's nothing but, wrong with that.
0: good discussion. So it's been fun. So get in on the... Uh, Cigar Pulpit Parishioners uh,
1: Facebook Group, good deal, and uh, we're going to uh, finish up here in the podcast, and then we're going to get out our paranormal uh, gear and you know do some uh, testing here because we had a paranormal experience <laughs> during the show. <coughs> Sorry, you have okay. your well, I have cra- your EVP meter. No, remember when
0: I cracked the cap on this thing when yes. I cut it? So I was hearing it through my microphone into my headset. As I was drawing on it, I was hearing like, almost like air escaping, mm. you know? And so I realized that the way I was holding the cigar, it was like coming out the crack there. Oh, ah, okay. And so I, I tw- you know, turned the cigar. You never want mind.
1: stuff coming out of your crack.
0: No. So, so I turned the cigar and uh, ended up getting a whole lot more smoke and coughing
1: over it. <laughs> Fair so. enough. Anyway. But. No, you don't Ooh, want stuff coming out of crack. You don't want I just crack. realized? What? Holy shit. What? They've got security cameras here. Oh, they do. Oh, my God. We need to, get, we need to see Ooh, if we I can find we the video can of that. I see video of that. Yeah. Yeah, there's a camera right there. And there's one right over there.
0: Oh, dude. Holy I shit.
1: I think we... Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that's right, our we'll project.
0: Have, we'll have to ask
1: about we'll that. We'll report back on
0: this on the next episode, yes, guys. we'll have to ask about that. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to line up some guests. Um, guys, if you have any uh, guest suggestions, let me know. If you have any connections to any guests, let me know. Um, I'd be more than happy to have
1: some folks on.
2: Uh, There's some folks that I do
1: need to reach out to. My friend Andy Mm -hmm. has his uh, sergeant from the Army, who later, I believe, became a first sergeant, actually. Um, He owns a tobacco store in Texas. He has a lounge down there. Oh, really? And I'm going to reach out. uh, Andy Andy is going to talk to him, give him contact information for us. And I'm hoping to get him on. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'd really like to talk to him. What store? You don't know what store it is? I do not know what store okay. it is. All right. Well, we'll circle back to that next episode then. Yep. I'll get the, uh, get the name and the name of the cigar store and give a little shout out. Maybe we can get him on and talk to, talk to yet another retailer about the uh, industry. That'd be cool. I think it would be a lot of fun.
0: That'd be cool. So, all right. Final thoughts on the uh, Teyamo, the Chillin' Moose, and the Factory Smokes. For me, I would say the Tayamo was the winner of the yep, day. Yeah, Tayamo won. Um, and it didn't start off strong.
3: No, nope, it didn't. It no. started
0: off fairly, relatively mild. Mm-hmm. And um, it definitely ramped up in, in flavor and strength as the cigar went on. I am so incredibly impressed with how I never had to relight that cigar. Yeah. That cigar, I, I set it down. I lit other cigars. I, I was away from it for some time, came back, and it was still going. And, I'm and that's exactly what our listener said. Yep, is the reason he likes it on the golf and course. And I will totally understand that now. Yeah, I mean it. It it makes perfect sense to me. And um, I'd say my second place would be this factory smokes. It's a good cigar. It's it's. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't have the relight. You know that, or it, I had to relight it. It yeah. doesn't. It didn't stay lit like the Te Amo did. But in terms of smokeability, um, it the draw is good. The burn line is pretty straight. Um the only my only issue is I cracked the cap when I was cutting it and caused a little split in the wrapper. The uh and that will happen. But all well, yeah. that just pisses me off cuz I only bought it 2 hours ago. Yeah. But um and then as for the Chillin' Moose, I you know, it just didn't do anything for me, man. It it was it was kind of a tighter draw. It wasn't a plugged up draw, but it was a tighter draw. The um The cigar itself was just kind of there. The burn line was wavy. The um, I didn't crack it. I'll say that that was the only one I had that I didn't have a crack. And it was also very musty off the start. Yeah, it was kind of musty off the start. Realistically, it was just that was the one cigar that I was just kind of like meh. I'm I'm kind of over. Yeah. So you know it happens. It does. But no, um, Tayamo and Factory Smokes Aces. I have I have nothing bad to say. Yep. I. Don't
1: think they stack up to the Tatiscan. No, you know. Um, Although we're not smoking them back to back, I'm not but, yeah. smoking
0: them with a the Tatiscan. So, so I don't.
1: I don't necessarily feel bad. Any of these didn't make it into the. Uh, sweat yeah, because realistically, yeah. I don't think they would have made it into the.
0: I mean, I don't know. The Tayamo might have made it. The Funnel Four, into maybe the Funnel Four. I don't know if it would have made it out of the Funnel Four.
1: Yeah. Um, and it de- again, it depends on how it was stacked up. You know, mm-hmm. with what other three cigars it was up against. Mm-hmm. That's true. But I
0: do think that um, that Tayamo may, man, it may very well have made it into the final four. Yeah, given given the relight situation, given the construction, and you want to know why I and think given it- the fact that. In would the not final have. third, it would have ramped up wide. And I think
1: that's the problem with it, making it into the final four. We didn't smoke it down to the final exactly. third when we made our choices. We we started, we did the first third. Yep. We moved on to the next cigar. That's true. We were smoking four cigars in a round at that and point. So we didn't really we get were, any of those
0: cigars in the final I don't think
1: third. we'd have ever got to the sweet spot on that cigar. That's actually a really good... Look yep. at you with the actual
0: legitimate <laughs> analysis. Who knew? I know, right? <laughs>
1: you're like you're like genuinely
0: impressed God with damn, that. God damn, I am sitting here I'm just like I just watched a monkey do a card <laughs> trick and I'm fucking
1: impressed. So, fuck you. All right. Well, anyway. <laughs> uh, well, there we go. Well, this has been interesting.
0: Yeah, this has been fun. I I, I like the idea of circling back on this every once in a while and we're going to have to come up with something similar to this, you know, little experiments that we can do. And whatnot, I mean, we did our whole round versus box press thing, and well, and I like I think
1: it was Teddy, and correct me if I'm wrong here, yes, he brought with, up the lighting
0: methods, yes yeah. With his
1: lighting methods. I actually don't think that's the worst idea, Mm-mm. and what you know here's what I'm thinking is maybe we do that with a pinky episode where we have the three of us, one lights cedar spill, one lights normally, one lights match. you know, we all change it up. yeah, you think that's going to be harder i th- I almost think we have to fire up. Two like, sticks at each.
0: least two sticks a piece, one with matches, one with a torch,
1: or something like that, just to see. I, well, you know. and, and I mean, at that point, you're getting danger close to needing three to have one for the cedar spills. True. So maybe what we
0: do is we take our uh, championship Tata scan, since so it's an affordable that. cigar. Yep. And then that way we're not dropping like, you know, $30 on an experiment. We take that well,
1: and thirty times two or three, exactly. Precisely.
0: Yeah. I mean, let's be real. If we're if we're all smoking ten dollars sticks, I mean, that just became a ninety dollars episode. Whereas, if we're smoking that Tata scan,
1: yeah, much um, more affordable at
0: like four fifty a piece. You know, we're talking what thirteen fifty times three. Yeah. I mean, what forty bucks? You're asking me to do math. It's yeah. like forty bucks. Yeah, you know. So I mean, forty, we,
1: 40 fifty actually.
0: Okay, what? A,
2: look at you.
1: Doing the actual math, that like a Rain Man with the uh, anyway. The point is, on the, the ground.
0: The point is, you know, yeah, we're talking like forty dollars to do that. Much more affordable, and I don't think it's a bad cigar, so it's a good way for us to uh, incorporate
1: in our uh, Battle of the Budgets Champion. And it gives another shout out to our mobile studio sponsor, Jerry, Jerry Tobacco. Tobacco Aladino. Love the Aladino. I, you know, it's funny when we were having our uh, shooting fun this weekend we had our range time so that's one of the things that i told my uh, friend brent who really likes cameroon tobacco i said dude you've got to try this aladino Mm -hmm. so i i actually left him one of those you know for him to uh sample very cool yep yeah because you ran by riverman to pick up some cigars for this event yeah i was in charge of cigars and breakfast what did you what did they end up uh what did they ask for like what cigars did you buy um you know it's way back in the uh Way back in the uh, text messaging chain, there um, it was a Fuente, wasn't it? Yeah, Andy wanted to Fuente it was a Fuente, and that's actually because of because of his sergeant that now owns the cigar uh, store. Okay. He went to visit him just out of the blue, and uh, that was he said, "Hey, pick me out. You know, I'm not a cigar smoker. Pick me out a cigar." He picked him out of Fuente, and that's he wanted that for nostalgia purposes. And I hooked gotcha. him up with that with a Grand Reserva.
0: No, you know what? And and look, I don't smoke a lot of Fuente. It's not anything personal or whatever. I tend to think that Fuente just is a little more mild for my palate. Yeah. Um, but I will say when I was starting to smoke. So I started with that Monte Cristo white series. I moved on to that. Uh, the Romeo Giulietta Reserva Real, the red band. That's right. Smoked that like a chimney. But you know what the next thing was? I, for some reason, I transitioned and I smoked this like a freaking chimney it was some fuente it was just a basic you know fuente had the cedar spill on was it, it that
1: 18 was 1875 and and yeah. this
0: is part of my problem with fuente is that um his cigars they the the packaging the branding they on all it look the same. they all yep. look the same i can't tell you any of the names i know one of them's called a hemingway and one of was called a short story i don't even know which ones those are yeah You know, and and I'm freely admitting my ignorance of the of the Fuente brand as I'm saying this. So like, I I apologize. It's just one of those things that it really because I tend to not smoke them on the regular. It really has never been a priority for me to like learn that. Yeah. And so, um, uh, I don't know which one it was that I was smoking on the regular there for a while, but there was one of them that I smoked a ton of, and I moved off of that. Why did I move off of that i don 't even know why I moved off of it somehow or another. I
1: ended up where i 'm at and i 'm well when God you when what. you started smoking cigars and you know we 've talked about your Crystal White series that you started with, but you you jumped in with both feet. you get passionate about things, and I think that was one of those deals where you know you smoked this and you 're like, well, what else is there and you you were in the mood or mode. Well, of trying I was pretty everything. stuck in in stuff in
0: the very very beginning. Like it's like I know I like
1: this, so I'm going to keep smoking yeah. that. Um, but well, how many of those? It was how many of those Perdomo uh, Super Toro the champagnes? Yeah,
0: did you buy? Oh, like six or seven boxes of those mm-hmm. things. So yeah, I mean I've gone through a lot of those. I, yeah, you I, honed it on that one pretty hard. I've kind of broken away from that one for a while now. I haven't really, I haven't had one of those in quite a while. Yeah, you'll circle back. You know, and that's the thing. Do you have any of those still in the humidor or are you just out? No, I'm just out. Okay. I mean, that's the whole thing with, with, you know, look, you have your favorite cigars, but that's the beauty of this is you can move away for a little while, but you know the minute you come back to it, yep. you know it's going to be just as good as it was when you left. It's going to scratch where you itch, and that'd be fine.
1: Fair so, enough. I don't want to know where you're itching. Lower back. Shoulder blade a little bit. Can't help with that. Do you ever rub on a post like a cow? I
0: mean, I have to because I can't reach my shoulder blade like that. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, Jeff, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. Hallelujah. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky.